clear eyes for dry eyes. <laughs> you are now entering the smoke room. Featuring your boy King Mac. What's up, King Mac? I appreciate you. Brought to you by the Bad Guy Radio. You haters, you soft blockers, you reporters, and you still can't get enough of us. This is BGR, and I got a message for a lot of the people that have been trying to get us removed from certain groups. We're still here. You can't cancel what you can't control. From supporting TLR to supporting a lot of innocent people around the globe, we're here for you. You can keep sending your hate. You can keep lying. We support you. We appreciate you. We're here to help. You're a fucking whack job. We appreciate you, you, King Mac. And you need help. Let us help you. We're here for you. I'm joined today by your grace, King Mac, the Queen Spooky Jess, Big Kool-Aid, Dr. Dre, Big Dre himself. And last but not least The real Queen Junior Rosa Now We got destroyed tonight By the Kansas City Royals gang I'm talking about absolutely plastered Curb stomped, molly walked Flogged, cream pied Whatever words you want to use When does it end? Spook, I'm going to ask you. Are you tired of seeing Lance Lynn pitch in a Chicago White Sox uniform? Mm, No. Not yet? Not yet, no. Because he still is one of the only motherfuckers that has balls um, and can call a spade a spade and still shows any kind of emotion, anger. Um, But, I mean, I would like to see pitchers like win also with that being said um i don't know it's kind of hard i also didn't watch anything of today's game so he, he gave the royals two rounds of bp today i mean i, I just want to know why i'm gonna I'm I'm call a spade, a spade. i want to know why that's not doing right. uh doing duck lips like these women I who saw, be taking photos i saw the spade i saw i saw the stats of the first inning and i was like Hmm. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm unable to watch right now. So, Junior, you got a seven ERA. Fuck you, mean you want to see more team? It's like eight, might even be higher. Seven five. I I mean, I didn't say I wanted him as my number one pitcher, but I'm. I mean, I understand what she's saying. 
He's the only one guy. I don't want him able to feed his fucking family. I don't want him to be on anywhere on anybody's major league roster. Why? That sucks. Fuck, he's our worst pitcher today. He throws a 94 mile power get me over fastball. I don't give a fuck. Lance Lynn doesn't get to grab his non-existent dick and balls after he strikes out think, one yeah, guy actually, after yeah. giving up four home runs. I think that that's I think that's not just proved a good point. We're not seeing enough dick grabbing, and I think that's the problem with uh, with Lance. No, Lynn. no, no, no. We're Grab seeing way too much. We're seeing way too much dick grabbing for the amount of shit he's for the amount of bullshit he's doing on the field. You can't have a seventy ERA out here grabbing your cock on the mound, bro. That's not how that works. Did he do that today? Probably, probably. But is that a fact or no? I don't think he's grabbing it. It's a fact. He's got a seven point five ERA. You're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I agree with you. You should be grabbing your shit. You can't can't accidentally grab something that small. You got to be trying. Now, Junior, that's racist. Junior, I got a question for you because uh, obviously I'm gonna keep it 100. I'm not gonna lie on this show. You've been a Dylan C stand since you joined BGR. Now we get to a point to he's been getting knocked around a little bit. You've been kind of critical of his uh, performances. How do you feel as a Dylan C stand right now, junior? Nobody can hear you. <laughs> You're muted, homeboy. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> he muted, my man muted himself. That's um, how upset he is, huh? Yeah. Come yeah. on, you go go gay. Hey, 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 y'all gonna have to get up off Dylan. Get he got a sixty RA. Fuck him. Get off of him. He got a sixty <laughs> RA. Fuck him. Get off Dylan seats. He's doing the best he can. Yeah. <laughs> what's the only what's, what's 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 the best he can though? Well, at least he has a career winning record. Unlike oh my Disney, god, man! Winning winning record. Andrew means- Hutchinson has a. Has I, I, a I forgot. I forgot. Record. Last year, y'all said wins don't mean anything. We ain't been winning shit since. For pitchers, <laughs> they don't. It's like it's like a quarterback's record. It don't mean we ain't, we ain't won shit since they said that brilliant that's, shit. That's like year, a quarterback. Man. That's like a quarterback record. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. Wins do matter. Yeah, wins don't matter. matter. Hell no, wins don't matter. No, then Justin it's just, Fields it's just is like trash. It's just like Justin a quarterback. Is would, trash. Then Justin Fields is trash. You, I would rather you throw four touchdowns and lose than for you to throw he don't, he three don't, interceptions don't either, and win a Super Bowl. Well, that's stupid. That's that's asinine. Let's be honest. I mean, that's, that's asinine. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's because hey, that's a little that's hey, a little far fetched. Hey, I would rather you do anything and because you know what? Because you know what? Jalen Hurts had four touchdowns last Super Bowl, and I guarantee you he'd rather throw one and throw three picks and win a Super Bowl. So, because the win matters. Because the win matters, wanna, right? You want to know how much wins is a bullshit stat, right? Do y'all think Kyle Wright is a good thing? Kyle fucking Wright. The guy who just got traded to Oakland for absolute for for you want to you want to know how you a stat uh whore when you, you really know you're a stat whore when the most important stat in sports doesn't matter to you. What's the most important stat in sports? The I'm not just talking Wright, about baseball. 
No, I'm just saying, what's the most important stat in sports? Wins. For the team. Yeah. When you're talking about pitchers, when you're win-loss, when not your win-loss really doesn't have a lot to do with you because it's an entire other nine Man, niggas that got to do their job. I don't give a fuck about somebody's Hall of Fame trajectory. I'm a fan of the team, not the player. The team <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah. So then, so then, so, so then, why are you dick eating Dylan Cease's individual wins if you're not about the player? I was excited for him. I've been giving nah. him all the smoke too. He's p- p- playing like trash. He's terrible right now. Worst pitcher on the staff, and that's saying something because Cope. Hey, first of all, right, Ashton, you fat, you fat slob. You're stuffing your face on this show. And you wonder why your <laughs> pants don't fit. Leave him alone. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be asleep right now. Fuck you. It doesn't matter. When you see the Batman signal in the air, you come, stupid. Now, Mac, what are we going to do about this starting rotation? Y'all know y'all couldn't only, start the show until me and Junior got here. Yeah, the I black people always late. I only come when provoked. <laughs> me and Junior going to start our own show called Lethal Win. It's got to be legal for Junior <laughs> to run on nigga time. Lowe's is on BGR. That's going to be a great show. <laughs> I like that. And Julia, and Julia, <laughs> I like that. And Julia, just like dude, too. He the male Gibson of BGR. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. Uh, what can we do to fix this rotation? Nothing. There's <laughs> nothing we can do. It's only Come one on, thing man. you can do at this point. What's the logical thing if this was your team, Matt? And you the put whole Ethan Katz in the rotation. Up. Yeah. At least Ethan Katz can throw a fucking strike. <laughs> what did Ethan Katz do hey, to help this, this, is, this, uh, is, this is this is serious though. Visit, visit I wish we had a stat. Like a pussy. I wish we had a stat. I was just for the second. I wish we had a stat for when Ethan Katz visits the mound. What is the pitcher's ERA after that visit? I bet you it goes up. He does absolutely nothing. I bet you it goes up. It's, it's Man, ridiculous. Ethan Katz walking to the mound is like a doctor walking in the room to tell you you got cancer. <laughs> it's, 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 it's bad news. It's, it's, it's fucked up. There's no confidence. He's terrible. Sir, brace yourself. Ethan's walking in. Hey, you know how they show you the charts? They they show you the charts, uh, like how how, the, how further along it's on. Yeah. That's Ethan Katz yeah. showing you your spin rate. Doctor. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, doctors do not be wearing a fresh pair of elevens when they're telling you you got cancer. Y'all better stop playing. You don't even wear elevens, bro. Ethan Katz be wearing off-white shoes to go pull out a pitcher that couldn't get out the. Field. Hey, and as and that, the fucked up part about our pitching coach is the best thing about him is his shoe game. Yeah, that's sick. Can we be honest? Man. I mean, last podcast we talked about how much especially with the hitting coaches, how much they actually can come in and do and change. So, like, I mean, I feel like... This is this I- is different. This is different because a hitting coach can't tell you how to call it. Like, Ethan Cash is literally telling certain guys they could call their own game. That's on him. That's on him. Yeah. Okay. I okay. mean, if Dylan Cease was really that guy... He should be able to call his own game. I know Corbin Burns calls his own games. I know that for yeah, a fact. Corbin Burns sucks. Well. Cor- what, what, Cor- what, 
What team is Corbin Burns on, Asinine? Milwaukee. Yeah, shut the fuck up. We talking <laughs> about the what mean? We talking about the Sox right now in this thing. My entire fucking point that if Dylan sees is really that guy, he should be able to call his own games. Because well, the guys that are those guys. Obviously he isn't, Asinine. I don't think any of our starting pitchers are that guy. Well, so. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be honest though. Do you do you trust <laughs> do you trust any of our back catchers or our manager to call the game? I mean, it could, it could Corbin be Burns got a four ERA and asking that and talking about some bull. He got a three eight six <laughs> pussy. That's damn near four. Round four. up again. That's not a four. That would be three nine two. You dumb. That would be three point nine two. You dumbass. Man, we both on. wrong. <laughs> not four. Come on, man. I think they saying if you round up, it's four. As now, sometimes when you do your baseball takes, all I, I hear believe is, this. I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> like, you I can't even fucking read. Shit. I don't be understanding shit you be saying sometimes. That I'm don't make no lie, fucking Asinine. sense. You be, re- you be giving me Brittany Griner vibes. You know that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoop your ass. <laughs> Damn, that was tough. <laughs> Hell, you called him BG. Look, look, look. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and play no games. I'm not going to sit here and play no games with you motherfuckers, right? I'm, 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 sitting, here, I'm sitting here getting called Brittany Griner. This nigga got a picture of Lil Richie That's up. That's fucked up. And I, and, 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 and my high school senior yearbook picture is on this nigga. Oh, look, all y'all is on bullshit today. When, and you talking about my baseball takes don't make sense. Once again, don't make me walk through my track record again. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm going to do it for you. Who told you about Lance Lynn? Who told you about Oscar Colas? Dylan C. Johnny Cueto. Lucas Giolito. Stop fucking playing with me. I'm smarter than you. On, on, oh. on my worst day, you could never touch my eyes. So you're, so, so you're, so you're claiming baseball takes that basically they were what they were when you said they were going to continue being what they are. I said Dylan Cease was going to be garbage last what? year. What? I said Lance Lynn was going to be garbage last year. I said Lucas Giolito was going to be good last, last year. year. Now, now you want to claim Lucas. Shut the fuck up. Now, I, I, wanna, I said I, Lucas was going to have a bounce back season. No I want to ask, ask this now. That's a bad getting all the smoke. <laughs> Queen, Queen Jess, you're a good judge of character. Do you think Asinine came off a little bit defensive rattling off those small pats on the back? Yeah. <laughs> Give like, him an inch, he'll take a mile. <laughs> That's been the case. Give him an inch, he'll take a mile. That's why I don't compliment that, him anymore. Man, asking that the guy that's mad, he got to pay 25 cents. For He's just like Brittany Griner. They both like an inch or two. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, King. I got you. If we wasn't recording, I'd say some shit to you. <laughs> I'll say some shit to you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Last time, okay. Asa was giving everybody smoke on the smoke room. Now, now he getting all the smoke. Oh, no, no. I was going to say something. Cancel. Look, look, look. I'm, I'm, Got I'm, his I'm, ass rolled up in the backwood. <laughs> I'm sitting here getting cooked. We smoking that now. I'm, 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 I'm sitting here getting cooked by Santa's little helper. By Santa's by- <laughs> By Santa's little help, oh, an eighteen oh, eighteen wheeler with legs, <laughs> and a nigga that couldn't pass. Can I? And a nigga that couldn't pass. Am I smarter than the fifth? That, that's Damn. Cook. cook, King Cook. 
cooking. And and you too. You too. Honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You thought she was exempt too. You you thought she was exempt too. You meta you medicine ball built bitch. I'm not I'm on bullshit with all you. You need therapy, Asinine. That's listen, the only answer. listen, listen. Just because you got an IQ of Lance Lynn's fucking ERA, don't mean you're and more than everybody. <laughs> and cholesterol. And there, so. and there you have it, fans of BGR. This conversation started. You know, I was sitting Lance here. Lynn. I was I was sitting here and fucking what it turned us and into. helping you out, King. <laughs> look, look what Lance, I mean, I mean yeah. look, look what Lance Lynn pitching has turned us into. Fuck, man. Yeah, man, when you started and asked me, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, w- w- damn near, what's the fucking difference between any of them? Giolito pitched great yesterday, but, like, I mean, from Lance's history of actually showing passion and emotion, it's all I was saying, because... I agree rotation with you, is, I, lo- you. I love that about rotation, him, too. Yeah, our starting rotation is what it fucking is right now. None of it's great. None of the records are great, obviously. He can show ERA you guys whatever he wants. Other, and you know, and you know, and you know what? About 7.5 ERA. But he's accountable and he's going to get in that press conference and he's going to yeah. talk. He's going to be accountable. He's real. He knows accountability. He's accountable. And you got to respect that. You got to respect it, though. On okay, that's fine. Guys, that's fine. I can respect someone I? who can hold herself accountable for their actions. One hundred percent. Cool. Doesn't mean doesn't mean I can't sit here and say you fucking suck because he fucking sucks. No, no, I didn't. No I didn't shit. say you couldn't say that. I didn't say you. What's the say difference that? between Dallas Keuchel and Lance Lynn at this stage Nothing. in the game? One's three hundred pounds. One eighty. <laughs> <laughs> they both Lance eat salads Lance now, Lance so they got that going for them. Lance is not three hundred pounds. <laughs> we could be whatever. We could like Prince Field. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's two fifty. <sighs> So now we fast shaming our pitching staff. That's fuck. Dre, Dre, Dre. You, Lance Lynn, and yeah, Dallas Michael couldn't get on that elevator together. Hey, <laughs> the, the same, the same way you be coming for your alphabet soup. I'm coming for the heavy people. I'm gonna take the heavy people. <laughs> the alphabet soup. <laughs> He's 270. Oh, that's more than I thought. Actually. Hey, Asinine, before P. Diddy take out Jamie Foxx, I think uh, Diddy going to ask you to come over for a sleepover. <laughs> you bring, your, oh. bring your sleeping bag. Asinine be like, as I've already been. Clearing, as long as that check clearing, I'll bring my sleeping bag. I'll bring my night bag. Shit, wow. he's got he's to be the sleeping bag. And the Vaseline. Oh, wow. What do, what, <laughs> where, do, where do we go? Take that, here? take that. <laughs> where do oh. We go from here? oh, man. No, that is pretty sad, though, what's going on with Jamie Foxx, man. Everything accelerated so quick. Yeah, that is sad. Sucks. So he's back doing bad? Yeah. The report dropped this morning talking about his family is not preparing for the worst and some other shit. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. He was just doing good. He tw- he he posted on. Oh man! Yeah, it's a sad situation and a White Sox situation. He spun the block. But uh, I just want to know where do where do the White Sox go from here? That's that's the question. It's like they stuck in quicksand. I don't see this getting better anytime soon. 
Uh, no. Our manager, it's not great. Our pitching coach, uh, Dre told you, he's trash. I, I agree. Very overrated. I don't see how this get better. And it's not you like. I don't know where we go. I don't know where we go from here. I don't know. We go to New Orleans. Jerry sells the team. Whoever buys it moves it to New Orleans. We get this team to fuck on somewhere. I'm not rooting for no gumbo socks. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, hey, you ain't got to. We move into the north side, baby. Fuck. Come on. You are you, you already up there. You already up there. Yeah. Over there on Waveland, jumping around. SNM, why you playing? You need to find a a, a a professional proctologist because you're going down a slippery slope. <laughs> I need a chiropractor. Need somebody to break. Never mind. But uh, as far as baseball goes, oh yo yo yo, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like Dylan C still has a lot of fucking value. I'm not even even though he does look fucking garbage. If um if uh I forgot who got traded last. If 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 Luis Castillo off of his about sixty good innings last year can go fetch you Noel V Marte, who was like a top sixty prospect at the fucking time, we can get something good for Dylan C. I'm not even fucking worried about that. Yeah. Like Do you trust Han to do it though? Now that's a different question. Yeah. The, the White Sox Hell. should the White Sox should bring back Jerry Krause. Hell. Is there some way we could get Jerry Krause back? Is there some way? Is there some way I could lay you next to Jerry Krause? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I'm gonna look into that. Let me just hang out with Asinine and P Diddy. You'll have your wish soon enough. Maybe tomorrow. I mean, I'm a serious. Should Hein get fired in the middle of the season? Well, it ain't even no. the middle of the season right now. Middle no. of the season, no, because no. there's nothing to be changed. End of season, yes. There's so nothing to be changed. You gonna trust him to make these midseason trades? If listen, if they if 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 Kenny and Jerry or whoever else is certain on firing him, he is not making any trades at, at midseason. He has zero. Salary. And and as far as trades, like he hasn't been bad as far as trades. Like he flipped. Yeah, if, if you think about it, and go ahead, my no, bad. Please, King, please don't not please. I want he him flipped. to say what he was about to say. He flipped Madrigal for Craig Kimbrell. That's a great deal. And then he flipped Kimbrell for AJ Pollock. And then if you see what Kimbrell inevitably turned into, that was a pretty good fucking trade. And since in Quintana for Eloy and Cease, that's a great trade. But he's not bad. Uh, have you seen since, what we since, have in second base this, right now? Elvis Andrews. Uh, we could use since, Madrigal at second base and as our ninth. Place. That's not a big upgrade. Speaking speaking of 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 Jerry or not Jerry, um, Rick with his trades. I want to find a tweet from a fellow person on White Sox Twitter actually, who mm-hmm. actually put it in retrospect of the Tatis trade. And when you look at it this way, it's really not bad. So he said, "Let me find this shit because I I laughed a little earlier when I saw it." Julian, ninety oh, percent of our fans yeah. don't even know we had Tatis. No, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Reminder that White Sox GM Rick Hahn trading Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields turned into Moncada, Kopech, Giolito, Lopez, Lynn, and Robert. So if you look at it from that standpoint, Tatis got us our core. Of what? Trash. Yeah, our, our core is right. <laughs> Trash. Doesn't matter what it is. That's still our core. So I'd still, still rather have Simeon, Tatis. And Me too. And no, I don't want Chris Sale right now. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Why not? 
Boston no, I mean, not, not, not now. I mean, we would have He's pitching better than Kopech right, right now. Not saying much. He's pitching better Kopech. than, better than Kopech. Kopech right now. He's pitching One of them is Kopech. also making $30 million, but that's a different story. <laughs> I mean. One of them is also playing on a winning team. Oh. That has n- in spite of, of him. Yeah. One Chris, of them has wins. Too. Chris Sale could get it together at any moment, though. Chris Sale won his last start, too, Asinan. I'm did, not bro. paying you $30 million to get it together at any moment. He's coming off injury, Asinan. I don't give a fuck oh, what he's coming <laughs> off of. He's coming I'm off of that. Like, so is all of our team. Your husband is going to be very unlucky because you're just a, a prick. <laughs> a real Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope oh. he ain't smiling at people like that in high school. <laughs> Where you my know hug he did. at? You saw how he was smiling when Kevin had his arm around him. <laughs> wow. You I'm know, not going to lie, Dre. I'm not going to lie, Dre. I've been on your ass. I've been on your ass. If he was there to take that pick, do you know how far whoever was taking the pick would have to back up to get your big ass in the pick? Oh, my God. <laughs> we wouldn't even have enough room with how many motherfuckers w- was behind us in the stadium. So don't even you worry know, about you, how the pick was you know, you don't know even how, worry you know about how, You know how close they had to get to make you look 6'3"? <laughs> you, wow. wouldn't fit, you wouldn't fit on the Jumbotron, and you talking about the fucking pick. This is nasty work right here. Andre, you're disrespectful. I wouldn't have been smiling like that. The smoke, the smoke room. This thus far has just been everyone like roasting each other. Uh, it's literally you know. the smoke room. Yeah. Well, normally it's out, <laughs> portrayed out, not in. It's been a lot of smoke, Jess. Uh, it, people been uh, frustrated. A lot of pent up anger towards one another. Is it? Uh, are we in the second rebuild? And they just haven't said it yet. Maybe not. I but so I said before when we we're talking about how everyone's like we're done, we're done, the team's done, we're over, it's over, season's done. How we would like to see our roster full back to what it is, and this was before you know Eloy, you know, luckily didn't die from his appendix bursting. Um, so that put us back a couple weeks, but getting Yon back and now, t- you know, Tim soon back. But at this point, I mean, if your starting rotation can't, you know, support your team, really doesn't matter if your core roster is back. If you give up how many runs in the fucking first inning, um, it's not really setting your team up for success. So if our starting rotation is not doing anything, it doesn't really matter if Yon's back. I mean, it does, but it doesn't at the same time. I mean, it's still not a full, full, full blown success story. Um, having our core roster back or not? So, I mean, at this point, not thriving by any means. So, it's over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's over. We can go. It's over. Hey, put Jay, Jay, put that on a shirt. It's over. It's over. Like, we don't even have the. Like, when's the last time the White Sox haven't had a top five first baseman in the league? Mm. Like, we don't even win the first base race anymore. 
we're popped. We don't offer the league anything. Luis Robert has a very popular TikTok. Only reason we're going to get an all-star representative because we got to have one. And Tim Anderson is the only one worth a damn. Probably be Luis so Robert. How, how, how popped are we? Are we debate team popped or are we We're We're, we're Chicago Bulls with Eddie Robinson popped. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you one better than that. So we're Marcus you- Pfizer popped. Basically. Not, not even that, Dre. We the scale when you stepped on it, Pop. We Jesus fucked. Right. We popped. Wow. Like, I ain't gonna wow. We're done. <laughs> yeah, Dre mm-hmm. got something for you. <laughs> He's yeah. cooking right now. <laughs> You're on the list. <laughs> you don't want to make the you don't want to make the list. You're gonna get a tape. Yeah, yeah. Dre, you will never win this battle. At the end of the show, I think it's going to be over for you, (laughs) man. It's cooking right now. It's in the pot. Uh, Yeah, it's done. White Sox done. I mean, as a fan, you got to go ahead and be honest. (laughs) It's over for us. I don't see. uh, Yeah, it's done. In May. Yeah, it's, it's over with. You're all committing to, and I, I don't think yeah. it's I don't think it's just the season. I think this. Uh, I was just I, about to say that. <clears throat> I think they I think they need to tear it just completely. Tear like it second down. rebuild. Yeah. But here's well, the thing. Just, here's the thing, though. If you just been, tear it down like one of those been, monsters from Rampage. If you're being realistic, okay. So Giolito, he's gone this year. He's probably definitely the one that's going to be traded this year. He's done. Uh you, I, I agree with nine to some extent. You can still get some, some for cease. Uh, I think Robert probably is your biggest trade piece as far as what you could possibly get back. But then again, do you want to trade Robert because he's probably going to be the one of the few attractions left over from this disaster? Where, That's what I was going to say. I mean, yeah. who are you going to keep around? I mean. You normally would think you when you rebuild, yeah, you can scratch everyone, or you have someone you rebuild around, right? Yeah. So, thinking in that aspect, I mean, well, we have to rebuild. Those, we have yeah. to do a pre-rebuild. It's terrible. Well, this Dre, you got to think like we got rid of Leary Garcia just so we could have a roster full of Romy Gar- uh, Romy Gonzalez and Lenin Sosa. Like, we're going to come up on the next year. We could be very well looking at a White Sox team with Lenin Sosa leading off and fucking Romy Gonzalez batting clean up. Well, I'm I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. Before the first pitch was thrown this year and we hired Grafal, I looked at him as a transition coach. And, you know, communication is 80% nonverbal. Yeah. And the fluidity, you're right. Transitional the, coach. The, yeah. It was like the organization didn't literally have to say out their mouth that we're re- rebuilding. They showed us that they that that's probably the plan. I mean, can Hanser Alberto, I don't know if I'm saying his first name right, but can he play second or no? Nah, he's fine at third. He's my third he's, baseman. Shut no, up. He's not. Shut up. Real that's not the back. question I asked. That's not yeah. the question I asked. Which, and this is the question that most smart play second. That most smart Sox fans are thinking about now. Who are who's going to play second? And yeah. me and Matt kind of answered it already. Like, stop coddling Mankata. Fuck if he want to play third. Yeah. Be like, hey, you, we need you to play second. Get your bitch ass over there. 
get back to where you started. Well, you know, I, he, the problem, you know he's going to be back next year. He's coming back next year because yep. nobody's going to take that contract on. You know Benny's going to be back next year. So that that's two older guys. Grandel is going to be gone. White Sox not resigning him. Lynn is going to be gone. I don't know how TA options look, but if the White Sox had an option, then TA would be back. If it's TA option, then TA would probably be gone. Um, I don't think they trade Robert. I think they feel they probably feel like Robert is one of the few pieces they can keep. Giolito is probably gone. Dylan Cease may be back. Uh, I could, yeah, I could see that. I, I honestly believe that the White Sox get rid of one guy. That's gonna be Giolito. That that's the way I'm feeling right now. I think I think unfortunately everybody who's under contract and has one of those extensions that Hein gave out will be back. And the guys who he signed in free agency where their contract is running out will be gone. And I think that's how they're gonna play it. And I don't think they're gonna use any of that money that was freed up off the books as far as Lynn's money or Grandel money. I don't think they're going to use any of that money to bring in any type of free agent to help the team possibly win because their excuse is going to be this team is not ready to win. So why spend the money? And I think I think and I think think this offseason is going to break my heart more than getting rid of a prime Aaron Rowan. Yeah, I was it, I was it, it I was sick when that happened, and I think it's gonna be a lot of that this offseason. Because you got to think, Han had a cheat code. People don't want to talk about it. Nine brought it up. He had Adam Eaton to trade. He had Jose Quintana yeah. to trade. He had Chris Sale to trade. If you think about it, he don't have any of those type of guys really to get rid of now. At the time, Jose Q was a solid two. Definitely a good three as far as the pitcher. Eaton was a nice piece to have on the team that was contending that could win. Chris Sale was a, a, a looking like a Hall of Fame pitcher ace. at the time. Ace, was an baby. ace. So he don't have any of that now to get no, rid of. Because everything we put into, we thought it was going to be, yeah. you know, all the expectations we thought we So So this <laughs> rebuild is different. But- it's, it's different because he has to start from yeah. scratch, basically. I, I mean, hopefully it's not Han doing it, but I'm saying they're going to have to start from scratch, basically, this time. And, and then they're, they're still not doing the things they need to do to boost their minor league system, which is spend a decent amount of money in the uh, international free agent market where they're going out and getting a lot of these top international guys. You know, if you if you, I guarantee you, if you probably Google the top 30 international players for the 2023 signing period, I guarantee you the White Sox probably don't have anybody inside of the top 10. They're not signing anybody in, inside of the top 10 of that. Uh, and where hmm. you have teams who probably sign in multiple, at least two of the top 10 guys, multiple, you know, multiple of those guys or whatever. White Sox won't be doing that. So what are they doing to boost – Team so break it down, break it down to the fans, Max. So basically, what you're saying is we got a saddle with no horse. Yeah, we we got nothing. We finna we finna roll dice and shoot twenties with forty dollars in our pocket. Yeah, the White Sox stuck in quicksand, bro. Honestly, 
And every time they move, they dig themselves a deeper hole. Think about it. They We were stuck in quicksand at the end of last year, right? They thought bringing in Grafal would immediately help the team Man, better because he was different than Tony La Russa. Yeah. He, ha- he hasn't. So the White Sox made a move. They, You know when, as they say, in quicksand, what's, your be- what's the best thing for you to do? Stay still, Stay right? Stay still. So they made a move. Guess what they did? They sunk deeper when they signed Grafal. Then the White Sox signs Benny. Instead of staying still, what they do, dig themselves a deeper hole because you can't get rid of Benny contract. Benny is 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 slugging uh, three twenty and an OPS of six whatever twenty, nowhere near seven hundred. Like you have to be realistic as a fan. I, I think we in store for at least a three year losing window period, and, and they and they, and they choosing the wrong time. And it's the wrong time to really lose because now the MLB has that uh, lottery. So there's no guarantee that your losing seasons will be rewarded. So, it, it, hey, it, man, go, go Blackhawks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're rewarded, you never know. You do. Exactly. But it could be, it could work the opposite way for you. You know what I mean? Yep. So think about, think about the team. When the Bulls got Derrick Rose, the Bulls had a 1.8% chance of getting that. Yeah. So think about the team that was terrible that year. They wasn't even able to get the best play in that draft, which was D Rose. Think about the Blackhawks. They had, what, 11 point whatever, 11, I don't know the, the odds of it. But the worst team in the league didn't get right. the best, not going to get the best play in the draft. So... I think the this the um, team that got the second after us was the Ducks, and I, I read that they got the second pick in uh, the year of Sidney Crosby as well. So poor poor Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, they, they, they exactly. So you could tank and don't get rewarded, and I think that's one reason why the lottery was probably invented for these teams. Is yeah, to, because what yeah. what the fuck for Tampa Bay. I said it, the professional athletes, I mean, regardless of money, which also actually does play a big part in it, but I mean, I'm very competitive mm-hmm. and I, I don't really do shit in an actual sports competitive world. So it's like these people are all competitors. I guarantee you, I mean, I feel like in hockey too, you go out every single night and you, you give it your all, mm-hmm. but in general, it's like all all these people are competitors. They don't like losing. Yeah, I hate the mentality of going out there to fucking lose. Ooh, yeah. I fucking hate it. It's terrible. I think we've talked on that before. And, and, Nobody wants to see that. It's pathetic. It's sad. And then when you do talk about money, you get paid millions, millions of fucking dollars to go out there and just lose on purpose. It's a, yeah. That's fucking trash. It's and a man, fucking joke. How, how it fair it is to me... Jess, Junior, Dre, and Nine to say, well, we asked y'all to live through losing seasons uh, for the first rebuild, and we promised y'all we was going to spend the money, and we promised y'all that we would have a nice contention window, and come to find out, we get none of that. So now, we we got a two-year, uh, if you want, we I count the COVID year, so you got a two-year winning uh, window where you had the COVID year, you made the playoffs, 
you exit in the first round. 2021, you make the playoffs. You win the division. You exit in the first round. Now, what? 29, so, 2019, the rebuild so-called ended. So, you asking us to go through another rebuild four years later? Mm-hmm. To sit, fucking to, to sit through more losing seasons four years later. That that's that's unfair to fans. And and even rebuilding because you're not building anything. It's just yeah. a recycle. Yeah, it's a, it's a scam yeah. when you think about it. You know what I mean? Really? It's a Ponzi scam, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. We've been tricked. We have. It's a it's a cycle of depression. And then you get your hopes up. And then you get let down. And then you you say we're done. Fuck it. And then you get brought right back in. And we're all guilty of that, especially all Bears fans. But I don't have shit to say because. And and baseball <laughs> is totally different. You have yes, to. You have yes. to supplement your roster with some top free agents. You just do. You're going to eventually have to bring in a top free agent to be successful unless you're the Rays. And I hate to give them people any credit because they haven't won a championship. But unless mm-hmm. you're the Rays, you have to supplement your team with some type of free agent talent. The Phillies did it. They signed Willard. They signed, uh, uh, give me your boy name, uh, um, Junior. Hopper, the Hopper, GOAT, Hopper. the King. Yeah, look at the 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 um, Padres. They've done it. The Dodgers, they did it. Uh, I guess you could say the Braves didn't do it. I don't. I can't think of a top free agent they went out there and signed. So they they did it through their minor league system. But they also made some trades yeah. for about two three solid players the year they won. So I mean, like I I said it too. It's like. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. Our off seasons that consisted of damn near nothing. And that's the thing too, as fans, and just like you said, you expect free agent, you expect this, you expect that. Yeah. And what did we really like from anything in the last few years? Sure. I mean, you look what at pick up- we got Kimbrel that turned out to be a bust, and then, I mean, Ben Attendi, whatever. But it's like Kelly ain't we, been good, really. What's that? Kelly hasn't really been good. So it's like, and I want you know, we always say like after last season, what do you want? I want a second baseman. Said that right? I want a second baseman. Perfect or opportunity was Marcus Simeon. Perfect opportunity, but they didn't do it. Get him back, yeah. Like, there ain't nothing we can fucking do about it. Yeah, but that's the type of move. Shit, I said, I said, I, I remember who he signed with Texas last year, right? Yeah. I remember saying last offseason, offseason going into the 22. I said, you have all this fucking money available. You're yeah. in your window. You know this man is about to get $120, $130 million, whatever it was. I said, give this motherfucker three years for like 110 did. This is yeah. your quote unquote window. You did say Hey, you, you have the money. So do Why something. would you not pay Simeon $35 million for three years? All your good core guys are cheap? It made sense, I thought. Yeah, it did make sense. It you did, did nothing. You, you it did, did nothing. Sense. You and did it took nothing. care of a position you needed. You're absolutely right. It took care of a position you needed for your quote-unquote window. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what it would have did. I mean, and, I mean, I mean. To be fair to the conversation, at least that's not realistic because he got thirty. He got three hundred for ten years from Texas. Ain't no, ain't no way in hell. No, no, I, I, I know, I know, I know. Oh, what okay. I'm saying, you could have. They, they. What I'm, what I'm getting at is, they did nothing, and they yeah. never do anything. This right. is the problem, yeah. and I know people are yep. so sick and tired of hearing me say it. This goes back to 2018. This goes back further than that. Further than 2018. It goes back further than 2014 when they went out and traded Marcus Simeon. They don't go out there and make blockbuster moves. And people can say, you got people, that's bad business. I get it's bad business. When you get to year six or seven, you're going to be regretting that deal. And this is a big if. If Philly were to win a World Series, Series last year, you think they give a fuck they're paying a 40-year-old Bryce Harper $35 million? No. They don't care. No. You won a fucking World Series. You don't give a fuck. That's the cost. Everybody know that's yeah. the cost of signing major free agents. In, let, uh, let them win a World Series this year. And in six years when they're paying fucking Turner and Harper 30 30 million plus they ain't gonna give a fuck and like max said that's the cost you have to have the mindset of pay the cost. Free agency this is what we're paying and jerry reinsdorf truly thinks he can go into free agency and pay a fucking player half of market value he really do thinks you that. think when the dodgers gave mookie best 10 years that they cared about the downside no 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 not at all but the sad reality that i'm gonna be honest with us as Sox fans is look at our market. Now we <laughs> the White Sox are a strange predicament because Chicago is a great market. But the White Sox are not. Um who do you get to come want to play for the Sox? Especially Nobody wants to come. We have a program that's like the Milwaukee Bucks. The only way we're gonna see success is through the draft. Five years ago, Bryce Harper was on a podcast at Barstool. He said the White Sox were his number one spot. Yep. That's where he wanted to go. He said, these are his words. He goes, I got to play with Abreu and Tim Anderson. He goes, this is where I wanted to be. That's true. Yeah. And that was, and and that's, we had Abreu to bring him here. Like, we we have nothing to attract a free agent right now. TA, maybe, but fuck, not really. It's like not TA because because a lot of guys that are in this circle are probably like TA shit. They trying to recruit TA. The White Sox messed up because they did have an opportunity at that time. Okay, you missed on Machado. You could have got Bryce Hopper. That would have helped extend your so called window. You didn't do it. If you look at and and this is where I've said this. Junior said this. This is where you do if you're the White Sox. You go ahead and get you a smart baseball guy like in Theo. When Theo rebuilt the Cubs, he was smart. He paid the cost. He understood that he was going to get the downside of Hayward's career. But he knew Hayward at that time could help his team win. He knew he was going to get the downside of the pitcher. Give me his name, the lefty. Lester. Uh, Lester. Lester. Marietta. He, uh, John Lester. He knew he would get the downside of that, but he he went on and signed him because he knew he could help him win. Like, that's how you put a team together. He assembled a young cast, and then he went out there and got veterans that can help him bring that can help bring them along. And then he went out and added smart winning pieces like Ben Zobris. That's what you do. That's what you do. But for whatever reason, we don't have the owner 
that's willing to spend that type of money. And we don't have the GM that knows how to go add those type of winning paces. What our GM does is he go add a freaking Elvis Andrews or he go add, he go add a Brian Goodwin. No, no. Or, to be fair to, to be to be fair to the conversation, we're get another right? column A. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want you got yeah. Alexander. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> to to be fair to the Elvis Andrews thing, Elvis Andrews is not a bad signing if you bring in a guy to play left field or right field who's competent. I'm okay with Elvis Andrews at second. <laughs> we haven't had a right fielder since fucking 2009. Avis Garcia. I'm going as far as Jermaine die. We haven't. It was good. We got rid of him. Hell, True. even yeah. second base, we haven't had a second Adam base in fucking too. God knows how long. Since it's like hit. it's like Since Matt said. We, had, we we had the pieces. We just make the moves too early. We get rid of. It's like we teeter tottering. We need oh, Brett Lowry back. We get rid of this. Now we got this. We never could just have it all at once. White Sox make a bunch of sideways moves. Like we need Micah Johnson. I, back. I give. I give. Kenny a lot of credit because he's the only he built the World Series championship team. He on the list too. But he on the list. This I agree. I, I've said I agree. Now he should be. Yeah. He should be gone. But I give him credit for building that team. But one thing I totally disagree with Kenny with. I think if a team win a championship, you allow that team to come back to try to do it again, and the dynamics broke, of broke the oh five White Sox. Were great, and yeah, you brought in Jim Tomey. Okay, uh, you could have brought back Frank and kept that team together. Frank had a, uh, when he went. I think it was Oakland. He went the next year. Had a great year over there in Oakland. Thirty nine MVP votes and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you could have oh. brought you could have brought back Frank, and you could have kept Aaron Rowan, who was a big part of that team. Did he have oh, great numbers? Like his was his was his. Batting, don't bring up AR. Break. Don't bring, no. don't bring AR up. Man. But I think, like the White Sox were so smart going into that 05 season to me. When you think about it, like Ozzy and Kenny were on the same page. Ozzy knew what he wanted in order to win. Kenny went out there and got those pieces for him. Yeah. Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy was like Carlos Lee, not a winning player. Gotta go. We don't that, need Max. Gotta go. You know. That is such a good point. When was the last time we think that everyone was on the same page? Yeah. Because they nobody was on the same page hiring TLR. Again, we know he's not responsible for everything, but mm-hmm. I I think that things would be a lot different if we. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm not that. I'm yeah. not a woulda coulda shoulda person, but like, I mean, how if they went with someone else? Mm-hmm. Maybe how th- how different things would be, but like, when was the last time this organization was actually on the same page? I think I don't think I don't think it's they've been on the same page in a while. I completely agree. Like that's a fucking problem. Yeah, that is a huge problem, and that's why and then they, the and entire then, front office got to go. It got the, the entire then, front office got to go, and you got to do I, this yep. thing the right way. You got to get you a baseball. Player that somebody to run your baseball operations first, mm-hmm. allow him to get or her, allow them to get the general manager yeah. they yeah. want, and go from yeah, there. or her. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm saying because and, and that's why I think the that's why I think Kenny got to go because 
he's he's still using the mentality that you know where he built the uh, World Series team almost twenty years ago, and he think he could build it the same way today. It's not well, he, the same he, fucking game. No, and he, he and that gonna... stubbornness that stubbornness is getting us fucked up. He's stubborn. Not only the stubbornness, but like we said last week or whenever it was last podcast, when he sat there and said, "Yeah, I'm concerned." Yeah, fuck you. Oh, you wait, so you're just laying down to like just just <laughs> playing dead. Like then then what the fuck, man? You're you're giving up or have already been the one to say, like, fake it till you make it, bro. Like if you're I understand that none of us really have hope at the moment, mm. but like can you at least act like it or resign? Because if you're gonna sit there and fucking roll over and play dead, have someone else that's gonna come in here and at least act like they're gonna do something to change or they they have hope. Like right. if if you don't have any hope, the top one of the top people, why the fuck would anyone else? And as a nine was a was a uh Han guy. So I'm I, I, I wondering why he's so quiet. Nah, he did. He was like, one thing, I, one thing yeah. I give Asinine, even though he like uh, riding peculiar bikes, is he's a logical person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if, if he 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 was a high guy, but I don't think he's he still on that guy. same. I don't think and, he's still a high guy. I, fine, I I was too, and now it's just like I was, a, I was a Kenny Williams guy, but not not no more. Yeah. It's time for him to go. But, but also, go just real quick, going back to what we were saying about, like, trading people after, like, the 05. Do you, do you, I know I, I relate to, to hockey a lot, but if you guys recall in 2010 after the Blackhawks won, and I know that salary, like, salary caps and, 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 you know, contracts and shit, but after the 2010 Stanley Cup championship for the Blackhawks, they, they traded away half of the team they traded 10 out of 20 people they traded half the team away three years later they win another cup mm. yeah they traded away half of the fucking team yeah but they had good they did office, i remember seeing all them billboards on expressway saying goodbye to like bro different players i specifically <laughs> remember, i specifically fucking remember i was at summer soccer like training or whatever and i get back to my phone and i saw that adam burris was traded and i fucking cried i fucking cried even though he was i mean you know he was a scrapper fourth liner but still like they but but i'm just saying like and that's where it comes down to the front office here's the thing though is like the black house too you gotta think they got extremely lucky when they drafted to be able to get Taves and then to be able to get Kane. It seems like they almost, it seems like they almost did the rebuild correctly. Yeah, you know the the order. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know? And Who would have thought? Look, Fucking look, suck ass for look, four years. You get, and you get, of, good. You get rid of Kane. I'm not a hockey guy, but uh I think it's uh, whatever nine tells me that Kane is possibly one of the greatest Hockey players to ever play the game. At least that's what nine yeah. tells me. Play American, American born. Yeah. So I, now I'll you get you. this kid who I don't know nothing about hockey, so I'm just going off of what other people say. That's supposed to be a generational talent. So look how fast that speeds up your rebuild. And and that's the thing about getting good, t- being able to get good talent is, and the Bulls was dead, and then they got D Rose and the elevator. You look at. 
The Blackhawks. I remember Blackhawks fans, and I'm not a hockey fan, but they wouldn't even show up to games. They hated the Wards family. They disliked yep. them and all that. And then all of a sudden, you, you get lucky. Okay. You're able to get Taves. You're able to get Kane. That changed the trajectory of, your, of your organization. I, I mean, know? I wouldn't say it was lucky, but yeah, no, it, it did. But but also, I just say it's lucky because you could have drafted in years. You could have drafted in years where those guys weren't available. Like you could have had had draft picks and talent like that wouldn't have been available yeah. to for you to they get. Are, or you could have drafted Patrick Williams. Yeah, well, that's true. Too. <laughs> he, but but I mean, also, let's let's like, let's go ahead, Spook. Just like you said, like the Blackhawks, I already consider them damn near dead in most of the season and then you got rid of Kane it was like see you the fuck later like we're dead and then it was like Taze said he wasn't re-signing and it's like okay now for real for real we're fucking cooked there's nothing and then here we are with the ladder with the lottery pick we get fucking first pick we get Connor Bedard who is the best hockey player like not in the pros the best hockey player in in, like the world right now Mm -hmm. and we're gonna get him so just kind of circling back to like baseball, we're rebuilding as fuck. But now we have someone to rebuild around. Mm-hmm. So circling back to like whatever the fuck the Sox are going to do, who they're going to keep around to rebuild around, you got to have something, right? Yeah. The Blackhawks. And how, how old? Now. How old is this kid? Is he like seventeen? Yeah, 17. Yes, eighteen, seventeen, or eighteen years old. Yes. And they say he can play right away. At least I don't know nothing about hockey, but that's what they say. Look at so you want to look. He, at- he he wasn't even born when the Sox won the World Series. Correct. He can't you even wanna- go to the stove for you, Dre. You want <laughs> you want to look at rebuilds? <laughs> go back to when the Bulls drafted Jordan. They were obviously in the worst position of their of the organization history, and you can even say without Jordan, the Bulls are maybe the the worst organization in NBA history, the worst franchise. You draft this guy, and he accelerated. Not just the rebuild you were going through, but he accelerated your franchise to really what they are now. You know, Mac Mac had said, you know, the rebuild going on with yeah. Derrick Rose. Yeah, you D- Derek's an okay example, but Derek didn't play um as long as Mike. And when you go look at Mike, literally turned a franchise around. And that's what it's going back to. When you do a rebuild properly, this is what can happen, right? You look at Baltimore, the Orioles. They sucked for four or five years, and you're starting to see their kids come up. Mm-hmm. Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rutschman. In two years, you're going to see Jackson Holiday. Like, mm-hmm. and, and they're all developing and doing well. Look the White Golden Sox State. couldn't even do a. Golden the State. White Sox. What's up? Look at Golden State. Yeah, the White Sox couldn't even do a fucking rebuild correctly. You want to know a six? They were. They were. One sec, Jay. They were so worried about just acquiring fucking talent that was that was so-so instead of getting kids and putting them through a system and and and, and helping them develop. And I know Mac is big on it's 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 not a it's not, you know, something people don't know about. People know players develop on their own outside I 100% get it. But for 6 7 months out of the year, you control those players and you help those players develop. And the White Sox are absolutely fucking terrible at that. Terrible. And, I think I think it was I think it was last year or the year before. It was me, Mac, and, and 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 Jay. We were on a podcast. And I went through the first five rounds. It was last year. It was just us three. I went through the first five rounds of every draft since 2014. 
There's like five guys in the fucking organization still from 2014 <laughs> to 2019. That's five disgusting. guys. That's disgusting. I correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I remember having like great like expectations. They're like, oh wow, like the White Sox farm system is fucking awesome. Yeah, it was number one at one point. Yeah, so what the fuck happened? At one point, they had eight top 100 prospects. What the fuck happened? They didn't pan out. What, shit luck or what? <laughs> just, just, I don't they know. Were, like, they were being developed by the White Sox. <laughs> Chris Getz, that's the answer. Chris if, if, here's the thing. like Nick Hosteller. So it, it, it's this kid that played for... I hate to forget his name. Forgive me, P-Flo. But anyway, the kid played for Rake City, played for P-Flo. Being looked at in the first round, I do believe he got drafted in the first round. And he was saying the process that some teams were taking the kid through. And the process that some kids, I mean, some teams was taking the kids through was that they was having like uh, – it was the kid who got drafted by the Pirates. Yeah, they 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 was having like Navy SEALs or whatever talk to the kid. And he was saying the reason they would have like the Navy SEALs or whatever talk to the kid was because they wanted to see where the kid was mentally, how mentally tough the kids were. Because at this point, if you being looked at to be drafted in the first round, you obviously got the talent. But what's going to keep you in baseball, what's going to separate you is your mindset. You know, you're you're being willing to do whatever it takes to get better. And I think that's where the White Sox fell at. I think that's the issue with the White Sox. Like, Mankata has all the talent in the world. So you have to ask yourself, what is missing? Robert has all the talent in the world. So you have to ask yourself, what is missing? And I think that's where the White Sox fell at is getting guys who have that mental capacity to want to do everything it takes to reach whatever level that they're supposed to reach, to reach whatever talent level that, that they're supposed to reach. And I think that's what happens with a lot of teams. I, I think the Rays, the Rays are good because the Rays are good at finding – well, they are good at fixing pitches. I give them credit for that. But they are very good at finding guys that love the game, that have a chip on their shoulder, and that wants to get the most out of their talent. You look at Rosarina. He had a chip on his shoulder. They picks him up. Look at what he's turning into. That's what you want. You look at the Braves. They do a very good job at it. Albies, Acuna, Riley, all these guys. Michael Harris. Yeah, Michael Harris. All these guys got a chip on their shoulder. They want to go out there and bang. They want to go out there and play. They want to go out there and compete. And I think that's where the White Sox are having problems. They having problems going out there and finding, you know, competitive guys. T.A., for example, he gets injured a lot. No doubt about it. Junior loves to say that. But if you go look at the story of the scout who scouted T.A., if you look at what his coach said about him when he was in junior college, you look at what his coach said about him when he was in high school, you look at what uh, Kenny Williams said about him because Kenny Williams scouted him and had to find a word on him. Kenny Williams was like, 
the cross checker or whatever for TA at that time, which is weird because he was uh the the baseball president for so for so for him to go scout him is kind of a big deal. And uh all of them said was this guy was tough as nails, this guy was hungry, and this guy is gonna be whatever whatever talent level he has, he's gonna get the max out of. And it's the, and and you go read and and I implore anybody to do it because it's actually an excellent read. You go read what the Seattle Mariner scout said about T.A. when he scouted him. He said the same thing. Like this dude is gonna reach whatever level he's supposed to reach. He's gonna reach it because he has that mindset. And I think that's where the White Sox are not good at. They're not good at being able to dissect these players' mindset, being able to know. Who has it mentally and who doesn't? Well, and it's well, a very difficult about, thing to do. Think about my boy for the Texas Rangers, Ezekiel Durant. Very erratic player. Very inconsistent player. But if you optically see him, he plays with his fucking hair on fire. I know he cares about my outcome of the game. Uh-huh. How many players outside of Jake Berger in a White Sox uniform do you have to forcefully keep out of the lineup? Think about that. Jake Berger is the only person where I got to find a way to get him in the lineup. Everybody else, the only reason why you're stuck with the White Sox is because we stuck paying you. You mild, mellow <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, that that's that's the issue, man. I remember, I won't even, I remember I was excited for, remember Brady Aiken? Yeah. So I tell, yeah. I tell, uh, I think the White Sox had the third pick or something at the time. I, I don't know, somewhere in there. So I go tell P. Flo, this is this when Brady Aiken was coming to high school. I say, P. White Sox got to get Brady. He like what? Why would you want? Why would you want them to get Brady? And and I and I seen Brady play, and you know I'm against high school pitchers. That's how much I tell you I like Brady. He's like, why they got to get Brady? I'm like, dude, it's fastball. His curveball, P. Flo say, man, he soft as baby shit. And it's shot. I'm like, what? He say, watch what I tell you. The kid will never make the league. He's soft. And that tells you a lot about how these like guys like P. Flo, they understand these people's mindset. And he said the same thing about a shortstop. Well, I really like I won't say the kid's name. But the same thing about a shortstop. I said, no, nah, he ain't going to make it. I'm like, why? It's like he's soft. He doesn't have it. He was like, dude, you don't know. He was like, when you go to the minor leagues, and he said, it's a, he said, just like, it's a fucking grind. And he said, you got a bunch of fucking hungry dogs that want to take your food. He said, can you mentally handle that? That's what people don't understand. That's the separator. And we've touched on, we've touched on how many times, how many times, People in the minor leagues are after their jobs mm-hmm. in the in their in the pros and and what? Imagine like, imagine you worked your whole life to get to the show and you and you get to the minor leagues and you realize that your teammate, somebody who you build a rapport with, is working his ass off to make sure that he gets called up and it ain't you. Right, and also. You know, it sucks that, you know, we say money is everything because it's fucking not. But when you get paid tens of 
millions, hundreds of millions of dollars it is, those guys in the minors don't make shit. They don't. Which I don't agree with at all. But right now it's facts. I think they make twenty four hundred a month, something like that. And did you guys see um the guy in the pirates? Sorry, don't know his name, but he I think he spent like Yeah, he got called up like last week or something. Yeah, he got called up last week. Yeah. Thank you. And what I believe I could be wrong, but I believe it was like thirteen years in the minors. Because I think he's like 40 or something, right? Wow. 31. Oh, ew. Yikes. Not close at all. But, like, but still, and it was obviously, it was, it basically made, I mean, I don't know the guy, but, like, it, like, made his life because you work for that for how long? I don't know how he did it, but we're just in general. Got a and, huge pay boost. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Fucking A. I mean, now but, I made a point because I was like, man, what's going on with Devers? And then now I was like, well, he got that payday. Maybe maybe, maybe he's not as hungry. So that that's the thing. with. That's why the mental aspect of it is so important for you to diagnose with these guys because you got to know what are these guys' motivations? Is it just to get paid or do they really love the game? Do they really want to compete? Do they really want a championship? It's like you have to know all that stuff when you're making those type of decisions on who to give a ton of money to or who not to give a ton of money to. And I feel like Mac that is not talked about at all. No, no, because it's not but, sexy true. to talk about that type of stuff. It's like when people like when Wanda Franco made that play, and then we we go we gonna get hand out smoke after this. But when Wanda Franco made that play, as far as man, that drop step was beautiful. Everything mechanically looked it's aesthetically pleasing. And when he threw the ball in the air and grabbed his hand, you know what I thought? I say this fucking kid love the game. Cause he wants to he wants to have fun with it. You know what I mean? Like he loved yeah. he loved doing his job. He wanna put on a show for the fans. It's like when Michael Jordan played. I'm not saying Wanda Franco was Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan wanted to put on a show every single time he was on the floor. And I remember Michael Jordan saying something to the extent like, well, I got to because whatever kid in the stand or whatever adult is in the stand, this might be the only time they get to see me live. So I want to give them a show. I want to give them their money's worth. And that's the type of mindset you wish all of these players have. But unfortunately, they don't. And... For whatever reasons, it's hard for these teams to figure that out, figure out the ones that do have the mindset and the ones that don't. But this is a smoke room. At the end of the show, we like to give out smoke. So we're going to start off with uh, Sleepy Nine. Who you giving out smoke to, Nine? Uh, each each and every one of you. Uh, it's, currently, it's, it's currently damn near midnight where I'm at right now. And y'all got me up. And... Uh, and uh, I'm not I'm not gonna lie though, my real smoke goes to uh, a lot of the overweight pieces of shit in my life. Y'all have made my life really hard. I just watched Lance Lynn give. I, I've watched Lance Lynn be no different than Dallas Keuchel. I've had I, and I've also had to watch Dre struggle with fit in his damn uh, screen all fucking show. Along with that, along with not being able to fit in his screen, I'm sure. 
I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Whatever SUV he get, he gets into turns into a low rider the second he sits in it. Like, like it, it. It's absolutely. It's absolutely insane how much bullshit y'all put me through. I'm sick of it. I want to go to bed. I want. I want to go to bed. I want to force feed Dre a salad. I want to go to sleep. I want to count sheep. <laughs> uh, good night, Pete. Wow. Can I go now? That's why. Who you who you got smoke for, Jess? Um, asinine. Now after that fucking spiel, trying to talk shit about fat people and eat this and eat that. Get a fucking bottle, you baby back bitch. <laughs> Get a bottle. Get yourself a little bottle and go night night. <laughs> It's midnight. After after after, uh, after hearing your voice, the only bottle I need is some Heineken. I ain't gonna lie, that's the only thing. After hearing you fucking talk, that's the beer you choose. You choose go drink some Bud Light, you little bitch. No, it's just nasty. <laughs> it's just nasty enough this to buzz get me for you. Speaking. <laughs> All I hear is wah wah wah. He's he's a fucking crab baby for sure. <laughs> I, but I guess just enough of that. Just any fucking delusional ass people out there this is just a very general statement sometimes I sit on social media and I have to smack myself in the fucking head just just after reading some of the fucking shit just get your head out of your fucking ass honestly let's get back to the basics and Jesus fuck just all the delusional people out there figure it out absolutely Figure it out. Who you got smoke for, Junior? The real American. I got smoke for all these people out there who like to uh, jump on the bandwagon of people who are allegedly committing a crime or an act of some sort. This past week, more facts came out for the former Buffalo Bills punter, Matt Ariza. Said he had he was part of a gang rape of a, of a female at a college party. Not only did he lose his job and most likely his career, and he'll probably never get a chance again in the NFL, and I hope he does. But he'll probably get never get another chance. This man, months after that, there were no charges brought upon because there wasn't any evidence that he committed a crime. And in the last 72 hours, more news dropped of this man wasn't even at the party. <laughs> and it goes to show you, and this is another W for BGR. And we didn't talk about Matt Ariza much, I'll tell you that much. We didn't. But we did talk about Trevor Bauer. And we did say, hey, if Trevor Bauer is, is, is charged with the crime and found guilty, he should be punished for his acts. But we also said we should wait till facts come out and let and see what happens with the man. There was not enough evidence to charge Trevor Bauer. We also said the same thing with our own Mike Clevenger. There was not enough facts to charge Mike Clevenger. There was not yeah. enough evidence, I should say. And now the evidence is coming out from Matariza, where the man wasn't even at the party where this supposed gang raid happened. Oh, that's because there was no gang raid. It was multiple men that it was consensual with the same woman. That woman should get something thrown at her. Get the book thrown at her. You're yep. in this man's career. 
And even if he does get a chance to play in the NFL again, people are going to look at him different the rest of his life because of a woman wanting to ruin his fucking life for some reason that nobody will ever know. So once again, W for BGR. And just time and time again, why it shows, wait till the fucking facts come out before you open your big fucking mouth. Exactly. And I'm sorry, I'm just, just going to add on to that super quick. For what, how many other times not to? Trump, not guilty. Dubs for BGR. Exactly. Dubs all around, apparently. As a matter of fact, I agree with Junior. BGR, I've been trying to tell you people, and I do mean you people, for the longest, wait till the truth come out. Just wait, it's not hard. Everybody deserves due process. And the fact is, this woman should face the same amount of time that this guy will be facing for the accusation. For lying. And guess what? That'll cut out a lot of that mess. They cut it out? I don't believe in that believe the victim. I believe in believe the truth. The truth will decide who's the victim or not. I ain't believing in the South Side, I tell you that much. Absolutely. A clown and a fat boy. Those two yeah. go together well. One can fit yeah. in a one can fit in a clown car and one can't. Fucking pinky in the brain. If it wasn't for BGR, y'all will have no mm-hmm. viewers or people to come on your show. You spend an hour Mo, talking about us. It's sad. Bone and Pumba. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy. Mm. I like pork. Even though I'm not supposed to. Now <laughs> let's let's get back. Let's get back. Let's get back on track. <laughs> let's get back to where we supposed to be. Go on. Who you got smoke for? Dre. Um a police officer was uh killed Saturday. Mm. Ariana Preston. And they just found, you know, all four of her uh, killers were arrested. And I got smoke for all of them. And um, I got smoke for <clears throat> people that uh, influence cowards. Um, not saying I was the best human being growing up, but I, I, I always lived by cold. And, um, I was luckily raised with respect. Uh, it's a lot of respect that's missing in these streets nowadays. Anytime you got four young brothers that could walk up and assassinate a young, a young woman, you know, not just being a police officer, but a 24 year old woman. Like, for, nothing. Mm. for nothing. For nothing. And um, all of you that uh, have the same mindset as those four, I, I got smoke for all of y'all. Uh, it's just, it's terrible, and uh, I'm glad they caught him. And, you know, rest in peace, uh, and prayers to our family. That was wonderful. I love that. that was I'm sorry, Dre. I don't mean to and, keep on. And to add add some context to that, that beautiful lady was supposed to be graduating Saturday with her master's degree. And now her family is, is, is planning a fucking funeral. 
That was wonderful. Four, because of four people wanted to be stubborn and selfish and, and kill a lady. Let's be honest. Four idiots. Four idiots. Yeah. Exactly. They have no value. And I mean no value for life. For life. life. Zero. Thank you. And Thank they should you. be taken off the streets. They should be taken off the streets. And it's okay to say that. As and a matter of fact, I'm glad yep. Dre brought this up because I'm going to address some issues. Should absolutely be taken off the streets. It's crazy that a mayor could be worse than Larry Lightfoot. <laughs> but he said to not, it's like, it's the youth. It's the youth. Don't hold the youth responsible. All of those people were teenagers. So no, I don't know what to fucking tell you. No, let's hold them fucking accountable. Doesn't fucking matter. They were all teenagers. Without accountability, you have chaos. It's just facts. No matter what you do, you gotta have accountability. Me and Dre both did things in the street, young age, and we was held accountable for whatever we did. Those are the facts. It's nothing you do. That you're not going to be held accountable for. Those, those, that's law. <laughs> that's law. Everything you, everything you do in life has a price. Exactly. And they about, they about to pay a hefty. As they should. Uh, what you got for the people who who you giving smoke to? That uh, Jay Targaryen. Your grace, permission to speak freely in the smoke room. As usual, do your thing. You fucking bitch. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You spent the last three and a half years holding people accountable and holding their feet to the fire for political, religious views just and just to hide in your fucking castle and abide by somebody else's rules. Thank God I do, I do good work for BGR because I'm free. I could be a Muslim man in home court with a couple conservatives liberal it doesn't fucking matter thank god for bgr because we don't have to hold people to the standard of the general public you can be whoever you are whatever you want to be we have disagreements about sexuality political views etc it's okay it's just a disagreement it's the world a lot of these fucking losers on the internet burnt bridges over disagreements that shouldn't even got up to the point you fucking bitch now look at you you're the shit stain of your own community people don't like you you talk shit about your grace king mac well guess what he holds more weight in his community than you do in yours those are facts you fucking, you fucking pig so guess what congratulations you did it not only did you piss me off to the point to where I gave you some oxygen the last 45 seconds of my smoke room entry. Congratulations. I have now reached a point to where I just don't give a fuck. I'm going to continue doing podcasts on the behalf of the Chicago White Sox and a little bit of my step team, the Red Sox. But I will not bite my tongue and let you harass and disrespect my family. Once again, this message has been rated B G R. <laughs>
It doesn't get any uh, more beautiful than that, Jay. That's a boss move right there. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's a boss move. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank all my fellow uh, people at BGI. As usual, y'all bring the smoke. Y'all bring the heat. I appreciate it. Y'all tell the truth. Dre spoke beautiful about the uh, young lady that got killed. Ariana Preston. It's absolutely horrible. Absolutely sad. I'm going to give myself just a little smoke on that subject, though. Because I did say innocent and proven guilty. But you people deserve to be taken off the street. There's no, it's no doubt about it. This is absolutely ridiculous behavior. And I'm one who believes you clean up your house before you clean up anybody else's house. And I think as a community, we have to get out of the mindset of calling horrible behavior out. So if one of us say, hey, this is horrible behavior, these teenagers need to get it together. That everything is not All the blame is not to be placed on the government Or the politicians Or even lack of resources That it's about parenting It's about understanding what's going on with your children It's about disciplining your children That's not Uncle Tom talk That's saying That we have to hold Each other accountable If we don't hold each other accountable We can't hold anyone else accountable so we have to clean our house first. First. I can't be going out here telling people they should treat their uh, family in this manner, treat their wife in this manner, treat their children in this manner, and I'm doing the exact opposite. That's called being a hypocrite. And as my mother used to say, well, if Billy jump off the bridge, you're going to jump off the bridge too? So just because idiots in other communities do something stupid don't mean we should be like well they get away with it so we should be idiots too no that doesn't make sense so we have to stop that and we have to stop calling people in the community uncle times who are just simply saying we have to hold people accountable for their actions because guess what i didn't grow up with a ton of money i grew up poor Grew up in Inglewood Grew up with a lack of resources So did other people And they didn't go out there And break windows Jump on cars Kill people Any of that So We have to stop it with that We do It makes no sense whatsoever Alright Now that I said that Let me get to this smoke This real smoke The Chicago mayor or mayor elect. I am going to call him out because we have to be honest. When you make excuses for terrible behavior, all you're doing is giving people a reason to continue that terrible behavior. Breach. And that terrible behavior can escalate. It doesn't de-escalate. It escalates. That means it can go to the next level. So when you sit up there 
and you give excuse for violent behavior, destructive behavior, then guess what you're saying? You're saying it's okay to have destructive behavior. It's okay to exhibit violent behavior because you don't have resources. Because you don't have community centers. Which, when I was growing up, we didn't, we used to play two-hand tag football in the street. Kill a man. That's football game. That's that's for people who don't know. It has nothing to do yeah, with violence. Yeah, it's violence. not violence. It's yeah. not violence. <laughs> that's a football game. We used to play uh, basketball in the streets. Crate rims. We used to cut out the bottom of a crate, tack it on a pole, create our own basketball rims. We used to play strikeout. Draw a box on the wall. Strike zone. Broomstick. Play strikeout. Broomstick. Throw tops. Frisbee. A lot of activities you can create on your own that doesn't cost a lot of money. We have to stop making excuses for bad behavior. We do. Those are just facts. We cannot continue to make excuses. For teenagers Doing things that they shouldn't And we cannot Continue to make excuses for parents Not taking responsibility For their children It's that simple We can't allow Destructive behavior Or it's going to ruin Our community It's that simple And I'm going to give smoke to hypocrites You want to blame the government You want to blame The school system But guess what You're the first teacher Of your children It's in your house It's not even the school system It's you You're the first teacher As far as Taking care of your kids That's you You're the first it's not the government. You're you're the first. You get to teach them personal responsibility. You get to teach them economics. You get to teach them how to adjust to life. Make rational decisions and not irrational decisions. You get to teach them to think logically, not emotionally. You get to teach them how to keep their emotions in check. You get to teach them that. It's not the teachers It's not the government It's not any of that You get to do that And as a community You have the churches You have us Adults We have to take responsibility For each other And what I mean by that Is if you see something that's not right You can correct that Some kind of way we lost that the kids don't respect anymore because we've stopped teaching them respect. That's why. When the teacher calls the parents and says, hey, your kid is doing something, now the teacher gets cursed out instead of the kid getting cursed out. When a neighbor tells another parent, hey, I seen your kid doing this, now the parent tells the neighbor to mind your fucking business. And you wonder why you got a problem You wonder why you got an issue 
These are things that we can correct ourselves and should correct ourselves. These are facts. And we have to stop teaching our children when things get hard just to give up. Have to stop teaching our kids. Oh, situa- uh, situation is, is, is not in my relationship. The situation is not great. I'm not happy, so I'm just going to give up. Just going to move on To another relationship That I'll be unhappy in again Then I'll move on to another relationship Instead of teaching your children How to work things out We teaching them To run To quit When things get difficult That's what we teach them And we wonder why things are going wrong So To Ariana Preston family I feel Extremely Terrible For you guys Because nothing like that Should ever occur Nothing There's no way A woman a woman, a woman, you just goes and gun her down. There's no way nothing like that should ever happen. There's no way. That is an absolute failure of not the system of whoever those kids' parents are. It has nothing to do with the system. Because those children should have respected life enough Or those teenagers should have respected life enough And their black queen enough Not to gun her down So you can't blame the system Can't blame the government or the schools or any of that You have to blame yourselves For not teaching children the value of life And the value of other people that look like them that's in their community and to respect them. And with that being said, Bad Guy Radio out.